Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Dead Pot Podcast. As always, uh, I'm Ben. I'm here with Dylan and Nick. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Somebody. Anybody. Nick's, um, missing. Nick's missing already. Awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eh? Today we're going to start with uh, everybody's favorite Bruin, Marshawn. And uh, as you might already know, he's been suspended for three games for slew footing uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. And uh, also had another incident with Artemi Panarin uh, throughout the week. Um, he will also forfeit uh, $91,000 in salary, by the way. Ooh. Uh, uh, Nick, I was w- just wondering uh, what you thought of that uh, play. Didn't even get a freaking penalty on the play. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Like, I watched that whole game, and I saw the slew foot, and my dad and I were watching the game. And I'm like, what the hell is I said something worse than that, but I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I see no, no arm in the air. I'm like, oh, this is such crap. And then I see after the game or the next day, like, oh, Brad Marchand's going to have a hearing for slew footing Oliver Van Larson. I'm like, he didn't even get a damn penalty on the play. And then I saw that he got suspended three games. I'm like, okay, is he getting suspended because of what he did? Or is he getting suspended because he's a repeat offender? And they're just like, oh, I'll just give him three games. Whatever. He's, he's done this before. He's been there, done that. He's, <laughs> him, he's, a, he's giving Subban a running for being nicknamed, like, I know it was Slewban, kind of like to do with Subban, but, I mean, Marshan. Sorry. Go ahead. Marshan should just be called Slewban, even though even though his last name is not Subban. But I think know. the name is of repeat offender is after Brad Marshan, to be honest. Yeah. One of them. Um, Dylan, and- what's your take? <laughs> I mean, it's a classic Brad Marshan move, <laughs> just like a cheeky, kind of shitty play where he, <clears throat> I guess, uses his small size to upend a guy. Like, how many times have we seen him do this specifically to Canucks? <laughs> I, I, like specifically in like 2011 or like specifically or over 20 last or 2012 10, 10 years yeah like i guess it's been a while it's so stupid i, I got i got i kind of got angry at my dad because he he respects marchand as a player and doesn't really like see him as like a dirty player i literally showed him a 14 minute youtube video of like every dirty play that he's done and he's like oh okay yeah i guess he's kind of a dirty player. i'm like kind of Freaking almost 15 minute video of him just slew footing guys and punching guys in the back of the head and freaking like t- like slashing their legs and not getting a penalty for it. Like he's like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't intentional. I'm like, are you blind? He clearly kicked out his legs and then pushed his upper body down so that he falls on his head. Like, are you blind? And he's like, oh, I don't see that. You're a fr- you're a knob. Like that was his first, his first suspension, I think, in like three years, I think. Yeah. So like he has kind of changed, not, you know, <laughs> completely, like, but yeah, he's, he's cleaned had, up his game a little bit. He's had fines in the last three years, but yeah, he hasn't been suspended. Yeah, his last suspension was for elbowing Marcus Johansson, January twenty eighteen. Suspended five Damn, games for that. Just figure it's just a dirty elbow. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. So, would you think that he gets three games, he's a repeat offender, but isn't Sluban... Sluban. <laughs> I already called him that. 
um, his his slew foots or whatever you want to call them. Do you not think those were suspensable suspe- you know, suspensable offenses as well? I I have a theory. Uh, I have a theory about this whole thing. I think the league isn't suspending him or like fining him for these for like his slew footing, which are blatantly obvious now that there's been like a video that's come out of him slew footing guys, and it's pretty obvious now. But like he's like the spokesperson for like uh, diversity in hockey. So like obviously they're they want to like kind of keep him on like that pedestal of being like oh he's he's like a african-american player and he's in the nhl and he like i wouldn't say he's like good now but like he used to be like one of the best defensemen in the nhl when he was with the canadians and then went to nashville i don't know that's just a theory that i have it, it's it's probably just a theory but i mean it's it, it kind of makes sense hmm. so like why why else wouldn't they suspend him he's done it multiple times there's a whole video out, out just showing him slew footing guys i i'm pretty sure He's been penalized for it a couple times, so like the league knows about it. I, just, I just don't understand why the league wouldn't suspend him for doing that. I think even in the well, Spin Chicklets interviewed Trevor Zegras, and he was one of the victims of Zuban's uh, uh, slew foot. He was discussing it with them and just saying, like, I remember literally looking back pulling down on my back and then looking around and there was nobody around and the ref was over there and he's like, what the hell happened? Even the next, until the next day, they didn't know what happened. What the hell? <laughs> so Subban's oh. like sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe there's another thing. Maybe, maybe because of like how the world is nowadays and it's kind of dumb how the world is. Maybe if like he gets suspended, he's going to be like, are you just suspending me because I'm black? That's racist. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you're... Get out of here. I'm the spokesperson for diversity in hockey. Get the hell out of here. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. That's like a way out there theory, but I just think that'd be kind of funny. That is a theory. Um, the other thing that happened with Brad over the week was his incident with Artemi Panarin. Um, <laughs> Panarin threw his glove across the bench. Uh they had a few words. We didn't obviously find out what the words were until after the game. Um, <laughs> Panarin ended up getting fined five thousand dollars for throwing his glove. Huh? Um, before you say the next part, I think I know what you're going to say after. But he, that glove throw reminds me of when Nathan McKinnon th- threw his helmet at some guy and he got suspended five. <laughs> it was, it was Connor Garland. Oh, it was it Connor Garland. <laughs> it was Connor Garland. <laughs> Yeah, he threw his helmet at Connor Garland, and he got fined five thousand dollars before. I'm like, really? He threw a helmet at him. It didn't hit him in the head. It hit him in his chest or his stomach. Like, seriously, you're gonna find him five k for that? And then the whole Panarin thing. It just reminded me of that. I'm like, really? You're gonna suspend him five grand just for throwing his glove at him? Like, it didn't. It, it, it like nudged his arm. It didn't even hit him properly. Like, it didn't even get a good hit. I think the difference, in my opinion, between uh, McKinnon helmet throw and this one, this one had a little bit more malicious intent because he actually wanted to hit him in the head with the glove. Um, he, what's a glove McKinnon, was, McKinnon was just tossing his helmet back to Garland and he just completely whiffed on it and hit him right in the face. And what's a, what, what is a glove going to do to someone's face no, or his it's head? Just, it's just more malicious as in like, all right, what, 
what if you give me a second i'll tell you why <laughs> well um, i said that's what i said i know what you're gonna I, say i just want to say that before because it reminded me of that part but yeah anyway um Marshawn decided to say nobody in russia likes you <laughs> um this is previously naren has had some um talks with the russian government as in he's not a huge fan of vladimir putin it's well known that he's not um and Brad attacked that. And Panarin came back at him by saying $5,000. Uh, thanks to my old GM, I have 11.6. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, uh, week for Brad Marchand, if you ask me. Um, he will the theory that I've heard is that that's partly what led to that suspension. Like... Um, it's not often that guys get suspended for saying stuff like, like, I don't know if anybody said anything like that before, but stuff like that and stuff much worse gets said on the ice. But it's not often that you see players getting suspended for things that they've said, unless it's of a, like, who was it? Um, Racial or Andrew Shaw getting suspended. Yeah. For saying like something homophobic and, and whatnot. Like there's a certain line that when you cross that, then, you can expect discipline. But I think what Brad Marchand said was a bit of a low blow, but I don't think it's like suspension worthy. But when, I, and I like the, like he literally just said, Oh, nobody in Russia likes you. Who cares? It's not like he said, Oh, like your mom's a blah, blah, blah. It's not like he, I think it's the context of the political, like strife between Panarin and, and Putin, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been out there to say that he's any any opposition that um, comes up, he will be supporting them instead of Putin. Yeah, yeah. So the the idea that I've seen tossed around is that like you, the NHL is not going to suspend Brad Marchand for saying that, but they maybe weren't very happy about that situation, and so the suspension for the slew foot. Um, maybe they tacked on a game or two extra as kind of a like, well, you know, we didn't punish you for this, but now that you're here, we might as well give you the extra. <laughs> now that like, you're here. That does make sense if you think about it. Because, like, yeah, obviously they're not going to suspend him for, saying, for just saying to a guy, hey, nobody in Russia likes you. Like, yeah, there is some backstory to it, and there's like, reason for why Panarin would be pissed off about that. But, like, yeah, it, it does make sense. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to yeah, tackle an extra game because you said this also, so, haha. Um, Brad also said, quote-unquote, uh, if that's what set guys off over the edge, then this is what this is the softest league in the world. Quote-unquote. I mean, like, what he said isn't really that. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. No, it's, it's kind just of weird. Though, player, anyways, it's like he it's, said it at the end of the game too. Like it's not like he, I don't know. It's not like he he did it in the heat of the moment. Like oh, I guess he did in the heat of the moment at the end of the game when they're losing. But like, it just seemed like an odd, an odd time to pull that one out of the, uh, out of the pocket. Yeah. Okay. We're no. Sorry. Go ahead, Nick. We're also talking about a guy who. 
whines and complains whenever he gets like we're gonna call them quote unquote cheap shotted. Like I remember when Brandon Press was playing for the Canucks and the Canucks were playing the Bruins and pressed uh I think he uh what did he do? I don't remember he speared he, him. He speared him. He speared him and then uh uh after the game Marshan was like, Oh well that just shows what kind of player he is and I mean it's not surprising coming from a guy like that and I mean it was a cheap shot and it, it wasn't like it wasn't fair and blah blah blah. I'm like Marshan you are literally the catalyst for cheap shots. What are you <laughs> talking about? Like quit trying to play the victim when you or like the the what are we gonna call him? Like he's the one that does all that stuff that he's saying, Oh, well, that's wrong of you to do that and blah blah blah. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I think he knows that. Like Brad Marchand is self aware enough to know that he's like <laughs> he's like the most annoying guy in the NHL at times. But he yep. uses that to his advantage so well. Been doing it for years. Yeah. I can, I can picture so many actually just coming rushing back now that we're talking about it <laughs> um like stepping on uh, i think it's cam atkinson's stick oh yeah right on plate off the things, like... oh so many things um i just want to segue into um nick do you uh happen to remember brendan Tanev's uh chirp to uh, jeff skinner <laughs> over i don't the week? think i can <laughs> I, don't I mean you can just blurt it out but I don't think I can say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Here, you give me, give me a couple of seconds here. I can. I don't. I want to get it right because this is this is this is too good. Yeah, I, we, I also, it to we also have to message. Uh, we all know that Seattle's not the best team this year, and now we've kind of figured out that they really aren't that good of a team. Even though we thought that they had a better roster picked than Vegas, they are not playing very well. Their goaltending's killing them, but. And they're also not scoring goals, which is exactly what I think either what I said or what one of you guys said in the podcast. We were talking about like the standings and like why why Seattle wouldn't make the playoffs. And I'm pretty sure I said like they're gonna struggle really hard to score goals. They're gonna they're either gonna win or lose games that are like one nothing or two one or like those really, really close games, low scoring games. Um, but I do have the quote. <laughs> At the, I, I think, I don't remember what time of the game it was. Um, but he said, Skinner, you effing suck. How the F did you get that deal? <laughs> oh, man. And there was, like, no sound, so you could clearly hear it. There was no commentating, no sound. I think it was in between whistles. And he said it, and I'm like, oh, man, like... Like, you can't argue against that. Like, he, Skinner hasn't been that great or even close to what he was when he was in Carolina, and then he got that contract from Buffalo. You can't really argue against what Tanev said. No. No, it's definitely a, a valid argument he had. Um, right now, I Jeff think we're going to go... Just getting by, wiping his, wiping his tears with his... <laughs> with his, his, his money. <laughs> with $100 bills. That's like in Wolf of Wall Street when they were snorting cocaine with $100 bills. Like, they don't care. It's just, it's money. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, money's no money's no object to me. I'm Jeff Skinner. I had one great year, and then I sucked after that. 
the crazy part is, is that it doesn't matter how good he plays, he's still getting paid the money unless he gets bought out. So, and he'll still get his money. Oh yeah, if he gets bought out, oh, either he way, he's it. getting his money. Even better, then he doesn't have to play for Buffalo. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to play in general. Like he just can just sit on his ass and not do anything. How are you gonna are you gonna score goals? No, I'm saying like if he gets bought out, he's not obviously playing for them anymore. So you can just sit on his couch and get paid nine million dollars or not nine. It's not nine. No, it's isn't it eleven? No. What no, is it? It's nine. It's oh, nine, it is or nine. Eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did. I had it right. Like eleven. If he's getting paid eleven, I I would have bought him out years ago. Yeah, but yeah, the, he's getting the nine. Start of the contract. Yeah, it's nine. Yeah, it is nine. How many more years left on that thing? Six. Oh, 26, 27. Oh my <laughs> god. They are screwed. No wonder why um no wonder why Owen Power didn't want to play for them this year. Not the only one who didn't want to play for the Buffalo Sabres this year. That's true. Um talk of a team that has slowly it's slowed down a lot. Um I think we're gonna go right into our uh, season preview picks that we discussed a little bit off the podcast, but I think we I should know. talk about. It. I think we should. No, I don't um, know. yeah, we we got we have a couple that are a little uh, yikers, but like with one of them, with the we we all picked the Islanders to be first in the Metropolitan for obvious reasons before the season started. Like they had a lot of things go against them. They had a what was it a twelve or thirteen game road trip to start the season because their new building was like still being like put together and like it wasn't ready for NHL games yet and then they had a bunch of players that got COVID and they had to go into COVID protocol so they weren't playing and then they had a bunch of injuries on top of that and they just haven't they haven't obviously played well in that time like like I remember Sir Rokin was actually playing really well to start the season but then it, it just it just fell off from there after they played a couple games and they were on the road for a long time and they they it just they just fell off from there. So they recently just came off uh playing their games postponed. Mm-hmm. Um which I'm surprised that they weren't postponed earlier since of how many players were actually being out. I think they're on an eight game losing streak right now. Yep. Yeah. They haven't won a game at home. That sucks. Brand new arena, they haven't won a game yet. At least you're playing they can't in a nice score. Arena. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't have a like. Is is Barzell's not her, right? No, nope. not him. No, he's like the only like, one. He's like the only star, like a great good player that isn't hurt right now for him. He can't do it all. Or on COVID protocol, or they're literally missing their top pairing defenseman. Don't have Pelic or Pollock. Yeah, no. Like their biggest problem is scoring because you go back, you look at their schedule in October. And, like, they're winning some games, but they're all low-scoring games where Sorokin, I'm going to guess, is kind of bailing them out. Yeah. Other defense. But you look at their last handful of games, like, through the month of November, they beat Montreal 6-2, to but then they lose to Winnipeg 2 nothing. They lose to Minnesota 5-2. They lose to the Devils 4 nothing. They lose to the Lightning 4-1. They lose to Florida 6-1. They lose to Calgary 5-2. Toronto 3 nothing. New York... Uh, like the Rangers four one, and then Pittsburgh one nothing. Like that's like four well, shutouts in well, one you, month. You listen to that schedule though; they're playing like great teams, like Toronto, 
Florida, Tampa, Rangers. Like, those are all really good teams. Like, teams that you're not surprised that they're losing to. So, I mean, but yeah, they're definitely... The 4th of November, so in a month. (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely struggling to score goals. I can, my team can definitely relate to that. Except for last night's game, apparently. Holy crap. I mean, you did play the Sens last night, so it's... I don't care. We scored six goals. I'll take that any day of the week. Sure. Um, yeah, so this is the quarter of the season, Mark, really, is after uh, American Thanksgiving. This is basically when you know that your team is either possibly going to go for the playoffs or not go for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Um, so we can start with the Metropolitan. Um, all three of us picked the Islanders. <laughs> That's kind I of think, a mistake. Um, I think no, it's not a mistake. We didn't know that they were you know code issues, and we didn't know that they were going to have a huge road trip start of the season. I mean, that's that's one of those ones where I think we can just say that we get a pass for that, just because like it's not like they're playing bad because like the players are playing bad. Like the Canucks are playing bad because the kind of, they're they're playing bad. They don't have anything going against them. The Islanders have a lot going against them. Yes. Um, so, I start with Nick your picks. Uh, Islanders, Hurricanes, Capitals, and Rangers. That's pretty close. I mean, like obviously the Islanders aren't top, but then like I've like right now it's Washington first, Carolina second, and Rangers third, and then Pittsburgh. That's okay. I'll That's take a that. Surprise. That's I will a surprise take that. With Pittsburgh. I was wondering if we could talk about Pittsburgh just for a brief moment there. Um, since Crosby's come back, they're on a bit of a skid right now. Still, though, like they were rolling for a while there, and I mean, you're still in fourth place, sitting a quarter way through the season. That's pretty good, especially when you don't have Malkin or Crosby to begin the season. Like Evan Rodriguez was your top centerman. I mean, any any player could come in there and spice that team up, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, sure. The Jackets and the Devils, though, they're only a few points behind. No, like, I, I can see either one of them. Columbus, them. I think Columbus, I think, has been one of the most surprising teams at least to start the season because, like, they don't have they don't have Patrick Lyon. They haven't had him for a couple for like three or four weeks now, but they're still like they're still winning games, and they're they're actually playing really good hockey. The game that they played the Canucks, I was like, holy crap, this team looks really good. Even though they're beating my team, I can still like have an unbiased opinion. I actually have that game written down, Nick. Um, the shots were 41-21 for Vancouver, and they lost that game. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. What a joke. Um, um, that game was I, one of the most was, frustrating. Oh it was one of the most frustrating games to watch. I think they also hit like six, five or six posts in that game, too. I just remember I was, I, I was getting really frustrated with that game. I'm just like, everything that could go wrong in that game... Besides, like, those two goals, obviously, that they scored, but, like, everything at, besides those, it was going wrong. Everything was going wrong. Uh, Dylan, your picks are Islanders, Hurricanes, Capitals, and Rangers. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> I guess other than the Islanders, like, it, it's pretty close. Yeah, I didn't expect the, the Capitals to be as good as they are, like, without no, they're, Who would have thought Ovechkin is, like, like, obviously, we know, we knew Ovechkin was still going to be a great goal scorer, but he's also, like... Yeah. Putting up like cons- like a good amount of points as well, like not just goals. He's putting up assists as well. Yeah, I didn't expect him to bounce back 
to the same. <laughs> like he's looking like 2010 Ovechkin right now. Yeah, it's fucking it's crazy. And without without Backstrom. He's making Tom Wilson look like the greatest goal scorer ever. He can make anybody look good. Yeah, I didn't expect the Hurricanes as well. I honestly kind of saw them maybe taking a step back just based on the kind of the weird offseason they had, but I mean, they look <laughs> they look the same as they have the last couple of years. It helps that Freddie Anderson decided to actually be healthy and play well for once in his life. Yeah, he's rebounded really, really well. He was like, when, didn't he? Yeah, once he got Toronto, yeah. He... <laughs> um, sounds about right. Well, didn't, didn't he almost break Campbell's record for like most wins in a row to with a new team or something? He got eight. He got to eight. And then what's Campbell's record? 11? 11. Yeah, 11. I remember you were so happy when he didn't break the record. He's like, yes, oh, he I'm lost. so happy. Finally. Jack Please Campbell. lose. I think, like, come on. Like, he just got it last year. Give him a chance. Like, wait till, like, wait a couple of years at least. Especially Jack the goalie Cam- that just left. Jack Campbell's still a legend. Oh. I'll, t- I'll talk about him later. Um, my picks, unfortunately, are... Islanders, <laughs> Hurricanes, Rangers, and Devils. Didn't even have the Capitals in your top. Didn't before. even think about the Capitals today. <laughs> um, maybe I didn't think about the Capitals because not that Ovechkin can't score. I just figured their goaltending is okay. Um, their defense is getting older. Um, yeah, being without Backstrom for majority of the season, maybe I just figured that. Ovi just can't carry them, but I mean, it's it's Ovechkin. I should have thought about that. I put the <laughs> Devils in because I thought they would be a surprise pick. Um, I mean, they, again, like Dylan said, they're only a couple points back, like three points back. Yeah. So it's it's still a long season. We're only a quarter way through. So I'm really liking the Rangers. Like, I'm glad to see that they're finally they're finally kind of good again. Like, Chris I think Kreider, sneaky fifteen, he's got sixteen goals, sixteen goals, <laughs> and like I. I guess this is like really early season prediction, but I got Shostorkin as like an early season uh, Vesna pick. It's There's... him. It's him. Jack Campbell. Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, and even if you want to throw Freddie in there too. That's that's the four I'm thinking of right now. Yeah. Uh, also with. Uh... No, I, I think that's good. Um. I mean, there are these are early, the season preview picks are always the hardest ones. Like you can't just predict these, especially in eighty-two game season. You expect like which teams are gonna show up and which ones aren't. Like obviously the Islanders, thirteen game roads uh, road trip, building a new arena. The Flyers have lost seven in a row, yeah. which I what? just I just noticed. What? No, um, they're sliding big time. They haven't lost seven. What are you talking about? Uh, it says here that they have lost right seven. <laughs> it, says on my, it says on mine they've lost three in a row. Nope. <laughs> they got the a big hell? L7 on mine. Yeah, big old L7. Hold up, hold up. Let me refresh my thing and then I'll get... <laughs> hold up. Okay. Okay, well, I'll get... Either way, they're not playing the best. I mean... It still says, we... still says three. What the hell? What are you two talking we, about? We uh, said at the beginning, just like probably every other podcast... Carter Hart has to be standing on his head. And he's yeah. still, he's actually playing a lot better this year than he was last year. But again, 
Brian Ellis out for long term. Um, their teams just don't have the goal scoring either. Like, we're gonna bring back Claude Giroux. He's thirty six. Oh, you know what it is? It's tough. Four games ago, they lost in overtime. So maybe whatever count Nick has, it's only counting like. Well, I'm on. I'm on losses, I guess. I'm on NHL.com, and it says. It says L3, but then I go on the score on my phone. It says L7, so I'm like, what the hell is going on? Okay. Let's just yeah. go with they've lost seven in a row, okay? I, okay. <laughs> I don't trust um, NHL apps sometimes. I'll hop into the Central next. Uh, Nick, your picks were Avalanche 1, Jets 2, Wild 3, and the Blues 4. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um... I mean, obviously, none of us could have predicted Colorado start off the way they did. We we all kind of expected them to be up there in the top three, maybe even two to start the season, but they just started off pretty bad. They're they're like kind of picking up now. Like Kadri's having a really good stretch right now, and contract year, yeah, contract year. They're getting and and then Kim Carr came back from injury as well, and he he's on fire right now. So I think that'll help a lot, but. Like, I mean, who would have thought that, like, Dallas would have actually been pretty decent and Nashville as well? Like, we obviously knew that Arizona was going to be at the bottom. We knew Chicago wasn't going to be that great. But, like, who would have thought that Dallas and Nashville would have been three and four right now in Winnipeg and Colorado would have been five and six? Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned before in the past podcast that the Wild are a pretty, pretty good team. They're, they're scary. Yeah. <laughs> Not even just Kaprizov, like just everybody on that roster is solid. Ryan Hartman is looking like an all-star right now. It's crazy. It's it's a good team. Um, and and Cam Talbot's playing really good too. Yeah, Dylan told me at the beginning um, of the season, Cam Talbot usually has that really good season. It kind mm-hmm. of falters. Yeah. And then kind of rebounds the next year. Um, but this year he's looked pretty good again. Consecutive years. Uh, Dylan, your picks also Avalanche, Jets, Wild, and Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think the Avalanche are as bad as where they might sit in the standings. Oh, no. Like, well, like we'll, just, we'll just think about it. They've only yesterday. played 19 games compared to 22 that the others have. And. Yeah, they got smoked by Toronto the other day. <laughs> they, they didn't have a goalie. Well, yeah, that's what I want to bring up. They were there. battling injuries right from the start of the season, too. And, like, they're just kind of getting healthy now. Yeah, like, that was the first game that uh, McKinnon, McKinnon back was back. And, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they, the Leafs won 8-3 yesterday against Avalanche. Um, didn't find out until during the game that the goalie situation was... And chaos because apparently Darcy Kemper um, was not going to play tonight. So Jonas Johansson, the third string goalie, ended up playing. And a UFT goalie was their emergency backup, got called up to take warm up and uh, sit on the bench. And then because the emergency backup or their fourth string backup was not going to be there until the second period, he did not get in. Holy he did not get on the bench until the the second period. Wow. Um, and Jonas Johansson isn't 
goalie you really want to go up against a, the leaf a leaf team that is by far rolling right now. Won I think sixteen of the last eighteen games. Yeah, they're crazy. They're doing um, they're really well. They're nine and one in their last ten. On a five game win streak right now. I can tell you which teams the Leafs lost to. That's it. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> um, at the Blackhawks. Yikes. Uh, I mean, they, they turned kind of, it around a little yeah, bit. They kind of turned it on a little bit. It's not, as we knew, like it's not as yeah. bad as it was to start. Yes. Yeah, at the beginning, it was way worse. I figured that they would be not as good, but it was just a very tough start. Um, yeah, the I, stars. The stars have won five in a row. Mm. Um, so yeah, Rupe Hints is is kind of woken up. He had a hat trick the other day. He started off kind of slow, but he's looking good. Um, with your picks, do you think those are reasonable? Again, uh, we're going to do the to be to be as good. Um, for some reason, they just kind of got left to the side. And I thought the Jets would be um, more contentious. Like, I thought they were going to compete for for that division win, but they just seem to be... It seems like another mediocre year for the Jets. Seems like they're stuck in the mud right now. Um, yeah, like, they've got a really... They, I like their team. Like, I like how their team is built. But... No, maybe a coaching change or something can kind of get them into the next gear. Let's hope so. Um, I got the Avalanche, Wild, Jets, and Blues. The Blues, that's good. Um, you know what? Looking back to these picks, it was just kind of just you know touch and go. Um, I knew, I figured the Avalanche were obviously going to be. Top contender as of last year because they had to play Vegas in the second round. I just figured they would come back stronger. Injury woes and COVID and that other stuff. Um, I knew the Wild were going to be a good team. But yeah, I just, I didn't think about the Predators. I didn't, you know, like UC Soros is a quality, quality goaltender. I just never thought to even put Predators in there. Just figured like Matias Ackholm was going to be gone, you know, like where they wanted to trade him last year. There's a huge talk about it, and then he's on the team now and has like a five year deal or whatever it is. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand that. Well, it's also crazy because they they just got Philip Forsberg back and he got a hat trick in last night's game. <laughs> there was a clip I saw of. A... I think it was NHL Network, and they were like showing Philip Forsberg, and they're like, "Oh, his dad would be so proud, Peter Forsberg." And it's like, huh. Peter Forsberg is dad. not his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good try. Um, yeah, we'll move on to the Atlantic uh, division now. Um, I'll start with Dylan. Uh, your picks were the Lightning, Leafs, Bruins, and Panthers. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the Bruins are really missing David Krejci. You, you could say that again. Like, Taylor Hall just doesn't look as comfortable. 
It's weird. Um, and Jake Debrescax for a trade, and now he's kind of forced to play without Marshawn. He gets there. he 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 got booed in the stand in the game yesterday. Oh, he's a player I want to do well. Like watching him play, like I like, like I like his combination of size and like the skill he has, but he just doesn't seem to be able to to put it together. He's a change of scenery, possibly the that back. Yeah, like. I don't know. Maybe in Boston, he just hasn't gotten the opportunities with the with the production line there. So like he has a chance now to prove himself, but it might be too little, too late. Mm. Definitely too little, too late since he requested the trade. But, um, but it would be nice to see him go to, I don't know, maybe a smaller market team. I could see him going yeah, to like Carolina or something like that. Yeah, and get like a second line role and kind of carve out a spot there. Um, Panthers have kind of slowed down just a little bit after uh, Barkov being out um, with his uh, knee injury. And the Red Wings slowly... They're sneaky. Sneaky Red Wings. Four in a row. Um, Nick, do you have anything to say about the Red Wings? <laughs> I mean, I I watched the one game the Canucks played this year, and Thomas Grice basically stood on his head all game. And I mean, I think like I would say at the beginning of the year, the the Calder favorite was obviously Cole Caulfield, but then obviously the Montreal have not been playing well, and especially he hasn't played well. And then he got sent down, and then he got called back up. But I think people were really sleeping on Lucas Raymond and. Uh, their defenseman, uh, what was it, Maurice Sider? Yeah. yeah. They're both in, like, the top three. And they also have, like, technically, Nedeljkovic is still eligible for the Calder. So, God, technically... It's still such a fleece trade. Technically, yeah, <laughs> oh. I, I still don't understand that. It's just because Carolina wants to save money, but then they get Freddie Anderson more money. Like, what a joke. Um, I mean, Freddie's then... worked out, right? We already talked about it. Freddie's worked out. Yeah, but still, he's... How old is he? Like, is he 30 yet, or...? Yeah, he's 30. Yeah, exactly. No, which is like twenty five. Like, come on, you're nuts. But uh, they have three. They have three guys that could be in the in the conversation for the rookie of the year. I think that's. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, your picks, Nick, are Bruins number one, <laughs> uh, Lightning, Leafs, and Panthers. I think we it was it, like the Atlantic. I think was the easiest because we all had the same top four. It was just a different order. Why did you decide to pick the Bruins? Because I thought Olmark would have come in and done so much better than what he has been. You I thought... thought a guy that was playing on the Buffalo Sabres last year. Yeah, because then he actually has a good team in front of him. Buffalo sucks. Obviously, he's not they... going to have good numbers when he's playing on a team that's as bad as Buffalo. Goes to a team like the Bruins, who actually like have a decent defensive structure. They're not the greatest defensive structure, but they have a good defensive structure. They're just like they they're just not playing good. Like Olmark has not been that great this year and like Swayman also has not been that great this year. And like obviously like the the production line, like they're good, but like even Pasternak, he's not even playing like that great right now. Like I have him on my fantasy team and he's like I wanna get rid of him, but I can't get rid of him because it's freaking David Pasternak. Almost he's might be time to <laughs> Like he has he has eight goals or eight yeah he has eight goals and eleven assists in 
how many games have they played? In 19. Mm-hmm. So like, he's at a point per game, but it just seems like he doesn't play well in certain games. Like this I might be, this might be the other team shutting him down. Like the game that I watched when the when the Canucks played the Bruins on uh, on the weekend on Sunday, I barely noticed him out there. Like he was, it's like uh, when I watch the Canucks and like Pedersen, like before, like recently, like as of recently, I it, it, I've definitely noticed him a lot more. But like same thing with Pastrana, I'm like I barely noticed him in that game, and then he scored like the the game winner on a power play. I'm like, oh, there's Pasternak. Of course, he comes in to score the game winner at the end of the freaking game. Pass from Marshan. Stupid. <laughs> it might also be time to get Tuco on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then with that, if they do want to, if Tuco Rask wants to come back, because that's the only team he's going to come back to. Right. So, who are you going to send down? Or who are you going to what are you going to do with Allmark or Swayman? I mean, take your pick. Well, Swayman's I'll still young. So. Like, I think yeah, yeah, Swayman, Swayman's also he can be sent down, like, then you might as well. Yeah, Swayman can be sent down, and he's not going to be like, what the hell is going on here? If you I mean, I'd Allmark, be pretty mad that you got rid of Dan Vildar. And now he's yeah. having a fantastic season with the Calgary Flames, which we'll get to. Um... I think I think the Bruins are going to be, um, they're going to be one of the teams that are going to be buying at the trade deadline. I think, especially if they trade away. Debrusque. Yeah, they need a second line center. Like that's their biggest. I need, swear, I, I swear to God, if they trade for JT Miller, I'm going to be so pissed. That's that would be perfect. He'd be a perfect player for the Boston. That would Bruins. be such a Jim Benning move. He's like, oh, let's trade JT Miller for Jake DeBrusque. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> one for one. Are you, are you kidding me? I would be so angry if that trade ever happened. If that trade happened, with all the with all the rumors that's going on in Vancouver right now, I swear, if any player gets traded to the Bruins besides Chase on, I will be furious. So furious. I don't think Chase on's a very good trade chip these days. No, he's like that guy that you just throw in as like an NHL player. No, I I told uh I told my wife yesterday I was like, um oh Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, and insert player here. Yeah, <laughs> and that time it was Cassian, and I'm like, okay, yeah, they moved Whatever. Cassian up there because they wanted protect to McDavid. Give... Well, they wanted to give Puliyarvi his own line, basically. Oh, really? Okay, we'll we'll, we'll hold on to this. Hold on to it when we get to the next division here. Um, my picks were Lightning, Leafs, Panthers, and Bruins. Um, the Lightning aren't yeah, as bang on. Yeah, the Lightning aren't as good as I thought they would be I mean, this year. They they don't have two of their best players. They yes, don't. Have good... But you know they still have like me and Dylan also discussed this in the past one. It was Vasilevsky is the guy that controls the future and the. You know, the ability for this team to play, win every night, is Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. We can't win every game. No, but I, I didn't expect him to... Uh, they, like, Alex Kalorn's a good player, quality player. Like, they're playing, you know, okay. they're 6-2-2 two two in their last 10. They've lost two in a row, but it's it's still early. 
again, I didn't think expect them to be in third right now. That's all I'm saying. I expected them to be top two, like fighting between the Leafs or the Panthers or something like that. But the Panthers started so hot that I also didn't expect that either. So I wonder, like, the Lightning have done it now back to back. So like everybody there, like John Cooper knows he's like, yeah, we've done it. Like I wonder if they're all just so casual. They're like, we just need to make the playoffs. Like that's all we gotta do is just make the playoffs and then we'll... we we just need to be eighteen million dollars over the cap going into the playoffs and then we're gonna get everyone back and then we're gonna win the cup again. I think this is one of the most recent years that Steven Stamkos has played majority of the season so far. True. Don't jinx it. Oh, I know. Sorry, my bad. I was gonna say he's trying to make the Olympic <laughs> roster. Him and John Tavares are both just like fingers crossed. Like, please don't don't hurt me. I'm telling. I want to say something about the team Canada thing. I'm telling you right now, if one of our main goalies gets hurt, we're screwed. Like if. Well, yeah, we didn't actually talk about Jordan Bennington, but I was going to save that till later. Uh, what, what, came, what news came out today? The COVID yeah. bug. Um, yeah, we got to the last little group here, um, the Pacific. Uh, Dylan, hers was Vegas. Oilers, Flames, and Kings. Yeah, like <laughs> I honestly didn't expect the Oilers to fly out of the gate this fast, <laughs> like looking this good. But, um, yeah, like they're they're just clicking. Um, McDavid and Dry are like <laughs> they're on another level. Like I think we've said that the last couple of years, but like, no, like, um, Hyman has fit like a glove. Which yeah. is ex- has eleven goals, by the way. Which is yeah. ex- that's ex- goals. that's exactly what Ben and I said when we saw that he signed with the Oilers. We were like, "Oh, you are gonna love him. He he's a great player." The only thing, the only thing I was worried about was his health, just like the kind of player that he is. And obviously, Ben, you know that he isn't the, isn't the healthiest player, but. I mean, he's he's been healthy all season, and he's like you said, he's fit like a glove. He's fit amazing on that power play with McDavid and Drysaddle quarterbacking, and yeah, I have him on my fantasy team, so I've been I've been enjoying him a lot. Yeah, and like despite the crap that um, the Oilers' goaltending takes, Koskinen's actually been pretty good this year. Um, still lets in a few sne- stinkers here and there, but um, oh, he's twelve like and two, pretty good. Yeah. Um and Stuart Skinner, like the rookie, he's looked good too in the in the few starts he's had. So um I saw a stat last night when I was watching that game against Pittsburgh. Um they're nine one and zero at home. Yeah. Um so and then it showed the stats. There's McDavid and Dry Saddle points at home. That's ten games, right? This this would have been game eleven. Um they had forty points. Oh, those ten games combined. Then after last night, McDavid got four and Drysaddle got one, so it's up to forty-five points in eleven games at home. Christ! I'm just sitting there shaking my head, going, "You know what? They don't push this year. It's going to be going to be a lot of questions." No, they're <clears throat> they're playing with a confidence that I have, honestly have never seen them play with. Like when they they'll have a game where they'll go down one nothing or two nothing, and like I'm not worried. I'm not panicking. Like. Well, like that game when they were down 5-1, they came back and won. Yeah, like they have they have fight now. 
something that they'd never had for <laughs> honestly the last like decade. And they don't fold like they don't fold like a cheap tent. You can save the team. It's fine. <laughs> no, like, but it's like you said, like it, it really, it doesn't matter until playoff time. So. Yep. Um, Nick, yours were. <laughs> a second here. Oh no. Um, Vegas, Oilers, Canucks, and Kings. <laughs> yeah. 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 Looking at the standings. Yeah, the Kings are doing pretty good, aren't they? No, they're not that's even. Not doing very good right now, but that's okay. <laughs> not as bad as the. They're five hundred. <laughs> yeah, you know. They're yeah. kind of cooled off a little bit. Yeah, they're just. At we really want to talk about the Canucks. We've talked a lot about them. What's changed in the last month? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst part. Nothing. They. I I just don't understand how they're being so patient right now. But back when like Trevor Linden was there, they had zero patience. Like Trevor Linden and um, who was their past GM? Uh, Mike Gillis. Mike Gillis. They just like he made a trade and then didn't work out, and that was gone. Well, they made the playoff. I don't. It wasn't the 2011 year. It was uh, another year. He made he made the playoffs, and then the next year they fired him. I'm like. What? Why? He just made the playoffs. He basically, was a, playoffs. I think they, they had like, they had the majority of the same roster the next year after that playoffs. But I'm like, what the hell? He's not. He's not the problem here. Like they've had Benning as the GM now for like seven or eight years now. I think since 2014 or 2013. I'm so you. Here, he's been here. Eight, he's been there eight years. Sorry. Yeah. It's. I'm just so confused. Like I. I mean. I have a couple of theories as to why he's he stuck around, but uh, I think we we talked about that a little bit in the last podcast. So, but so I, need... one, I got one question for you though. Ooh. And when I was sitting there watching Mark Bergevin be fired by the Montreal Canadiens, I would think about the Montreal Canadiens. I thought about the Vancouver Canucks and how they haven't fired anybody. I would I would take Mark Bergevin in a heartbeat. I really would. He is that guy that will be like, hey, we need to fix this right now. Either you, the coach, you're fired, or the special teams coach, you're fired, or this player, you're a dick, you're, you're getting traded, get the hell out of here. Or like, like Alex Chason, why the hell is he even on a roster spot? Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> get one of these young guys up here that actually play Alex with Chase some heart. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't just stand in the front of the net. With his with his other stick in his hand, for God's sake, he well, scored. You know, we're never getting Alex Chase on on this podcast if we ever did. So he scored a goal in the Ottawa game, and it was the most e- it was the easiest goal you're ever going to score. It was like a shot from the point, the re- and it went through uh, the Augustuson's arm, and it was just sitting in the crease. And he's like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to score a goal now." Like, oh my god. He even knew it was a bad goal. He didn't even react. He was just like, oh, it was a pretty easy goal. I don't care. Yeah, but I'm no. surprised. I was actually really surprised at your picks. You didn't pick the Flames. Um, I, I really yeah, didn't. I didn't expect them to be good. I, didn't, I, I thought they would have. I think, in the, I think in the prediction, I said they would be in that fifth or sixth spot fighting with uh, like either the Kraken. I think I said that. Yeah, the Kraken. It would be it would be the Kings, the Flames, and the Kraken fighting for that spot, and then like Anaheim and the and uh, San Jose would be at the bottom. But 
they're top four, both of them. Kind of surprised at that. I don't think anyone predicted Troy Terry to come out and just be on a tear. No, no pun intended. Um, but and also Getzlaff, he's been playing really well too, even though he's getting up there in age. Well, the Ducks are just unbelievable. They they've kind of. I don't want to say they cooled off. Like they're six and four in the last ten. They've won two in a row, but like they've kind of not really fallen off. But they're they're not as hyped up, and they're not winning as many games as at the beginning of the year. I just don't think though that Trevor Zegras is so scary. He is a he's like he's like Cole Caulfield though, right? Like just shows up and just is a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you see the? Trevor Zegers bet Leon Dreisaitl a hundred dollars. Yeah, on the face-off, <laughs> and he's like, "Do you even have a hundred dollars?" Didn't he do that with someone before Dreisaitl? Yeah, it was Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. And then he, and then Trevor, yeah. and then Zegers lost the face-off, so he Venmoed him a hundred dollars. Or no, 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 wasn't it the other way around? Didn't didn't Zegers win the face-off, and then he got a Venmo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly won the face. Or no, Zegers won the face off, and then he got a Venmo from a guy named Ryan. And he's like, who the hell is Ryan? And then he opened it and said, Ryan <laughs> O'Reilly. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. So I ended up getting a stick yeah. from him with one of those weird O's that he has. Yeah. Sticks. Um, my picks, uh, just before we start, we can talk about the Pacific after this a little bit more. Um, uh, Vegas, Oilers, Flames, and Kings. So me and Dylan had the same. Ah, uh, Vegas. So Eichel was skating today. He so. was. Oh boy, I'm I'm getting really worried that he might be coming back for the uh, Olympics. What? what? <laughs> the oh, Olympics. I'm just so scared. <laughs> until he until he said that he's not going to the Olympics, I'm okay. I don't. I really don't think he's gonna be. He's not gonna be fully game ready, healthy for the Olympics. There's no way. Even if he is fully healthy, if I'm Vegas, I'm like, there's no freaking way you're going. <laughs> we just, you, oh, yeah. know how, you know how much we got rid of just to get you? You're not leaving. Yeah, but they, they didn't even give that much. Oh, it's the, th it's the thought that you literally got this guy back, you got his surgery, and we've helped you in a massive way. You're playing, you're for, if you're playing a game. You're, you're playing, playing for us. us. Yeah, you're playing for us. <laughs> you're not going to play for Team USA. I'm sorry. Team USA doesn't need any more help. They already have great centers. Um, and if you guys want to talk about that, we could talk about the uh, Olympics a little bit. But I don't know, I'm I'm just I'm waiting a little bit closer to. We should probably. I'm talk starting about to get it. worried that like with uh, with the, the COVID, COVID going up and the kind of the political stuff, because um, I guess they've talked about. Um, I think the states have said that. Um, the athletes will still go, but I guess generally with the Olympics, it's kind of a meeting of world leaders behind the scenes. And I guess the Americans are planning on, on not doing that. And Canada might be doing the same. Like boycotting the, um, I guess, the political side of it. It's um, good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm starting to get worried that I don't want to get my hopes up too much that that they go down. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised really. at this point if if the Olympics get 
again postponed or we get to go see Wolchek Volsky play again and, <laughs> and Mason Raymond yeah Mason Raymond all the Spangler Cup team again the Spangler Cup team I mean again like if it happens it happens I, I feel really bad for the players like McDavid and Crosby that'll probably be Crosby's last and Stamkos yeah, too Stamkos Tavares like everybody um Trying to think of like American players as well, but um, yeah, no, it'd just be awful to have that like put in front of you and then taken away. That's like that's this, sports. So if they can do it, this would probably be the best Canadian team ever. Like maybe since like the '87 Canada Cup, where you had Gretzky and Lemieux. I just same I just think our we lack so hard in like that number one goalie. That's true. Because like no Russia has Vasilevsky, USA has Halibut, and hasn't been playing that well this season though. Going yeah, into but, it, Halibut hasn't been playing like how he's been playing the last. Yeah, but imagine years. him on a team with an amazing defensive core, like yeah, with like Charlie at Coyle least on, or it, not it, Charlie Coyle, uh, Charlie McAvoy. <laughs> That's like Charlie least, Well, yeah, exactly. You have him, and then you have like I know Quinn Hughes isn't a an amazing defensive defenseman, but he's got a defenseman in Hughes that can move the puck extremely Adam well. Fox and yeah, Adam Fox. Like, Jesus. Just those three guys right there. In the points with defense as a defenseman right now? No. Um, but I'm, I'm really scared for our goaltending. We don't... We don't scared really... because you don't like to say the name of who the goalie is possibly going to be. I don't want Bennington as our number one. Are you freaking kidding me? That guy's a that guy's I mean, a They knob. haven't said Gary Price won't be there. So like, I uh, just so confused. I'm just so I'm struggling with the the thought of him really suiting up in Canada, like him being the starter. Like unless he has like a run like he did with the Canadians last year, then that would be amazing. But I don't know if he can do that with the limited playing time he'll have. And on a god awful We're getting really close to it though. It's only three months away. Mm-hmm. I feel it's like we should now. I, I feel like we should talk about it when they like release who they're inviting to camp. Or like maybe do our own predictions of who they're gonna invite. Because like I know a couple other like, podcasts. Should we be announcing a roster <laughs> like really the next month or so? I, I think the production camp is at the end of December. Or... Yeah. Uh, into the first week of January. Yeah, so like we could do a we could do a a part in a in a future podcast where we like predict who's going to make obviously Team Canada because like we're Canadians obviously so we're not going to be like oh who's making Team Slovakia like who the hell cares the Slovakians. Um, we also have hope. to talk about in a in a future podcast the World Juniors because the uh, selection camps have been announced for Canada and the U.S. Connor Bedard better go off in that tournament. Jane Wright, Cole Perfetti, oh. Mason McTavish. We had, this is gonna be a good team this year. Who would um, be our Who would be our goalie though? Bastian Casa. Who the hell's that? He was there last year. Oh, he was. Oh, he was a goalie last year. Oh. Okay. No, no, that was. Uh... Oh shoot, what's his name? He's in the uh, Florida system. 
uh, just behind Spencer Knight. But, uh, moving on. I was going to say, it's not Spencer Knight. Oh, no, behind Spencer Knight. So uh, I'm just going to say some things that's happened over the week uh, since our last one. Uh, Jason Spezza hit 1,200 games. Oh, it's Woo! Evan Lee. Evan Levi. Oh, yeah, Levi. Le- Le- yeah. Yeah. He it's was. Florida, right? Yeah. Yes. Bowen Byram was the captain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Got hurt. Kirby Doc broke his wrist. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't um, play. Jason Spezza hit 1,200 games against the Ducks. So, oh, wait, it has Dylan Cousins as captain, too. It has two of them. Sorry. <laughs> well, Kirby, I believe Kirby Doc was originally supposed to be the captain. He was originally the captain. But it also has Dylan Cousins and Bowen Byram. I don't know. I'm looking at Wikipedia, so A's. maybe that's... They're alternate yeah. A's. Yeah. They have C's. Never mind. Oh, no, but they're alternate A's, and then they became the C's uh, when Kirby Doc got injured, so they would alternate being captain. I see. Yeah, depending um, on what jersey color they wore. I wanted to mention this for Dylan. Uh, Chris Russell is the first player in NHL history to have 2,000 block shots. Hell yeah. And is leading the NHL in NHL history has the most block shots in NHL history. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's an accomplishment. (laughs) That's a huge accomplishment. That's pretty wild that, like... I'm surprised, like, he's never really had a major injury or anything from that, like... Because he's smart and he uses yeah, his he pads. Knows. He knows his job and he knows how to do it. So He's not like these stupid guys that like turn their back to the puck and then they take a puck in like the back of the knee and then they, they have a screwed up knee. It's like, well, duh. You didn't use the front of your freaking shin pad, you knob. <laughs> like these... well, just, just think that he's blocked 2,000 shots. That's more than some of the goalies that have faced shots. Mm-hmm. That's pretty like... true. And he's wearing way less equipment than they are. That's unbelievable. Who was it? Uh, Brzezgalov, who was like, I'm not crazy. You're the crazy ones. We're standing there with, without goalie pads <laughs> on. <laughs> um, also, Fenway Sports Group uh, reached an agreement to control the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, they won't, I don't think the deal will be finished until close to the beginning of the new year the deal will be worth over 900 million dollars I find it weird that a Boston or Massachusetts sports company is buying Pittsburgh Penguins yeah that's kind of odd because they run like the red like it's the Red Sox other teams yeah. apparently approached the Maple Leafs as well by the way I think too huh? Approached the Maple Leafs, like MLSC. That, that would never happen. But they did. They asked, and since it's because the Leafs are owned by um, MLSC, which is the Leafs, um, TFC, so the MLS team, um, the Raptors, the Argonauts, CFL. Um, the Mar- don't own the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are solely run by Rogers or been bought mm-hmm. by Rogers. Which is, you know, like, I would probably go after the Blue Jays, if anything, because they're kind of a hot team for the last 10 years. If they even play this year. Yeah, we're not gonna even going to get into that. Joke. <laughs> um, next, we'll move on to uh, the Dead Fuck Dumbass segment. Yeah. 
Let's it's kind go. of weird that I didn't really talk about the Leafs this week, but that's okay. Um, we know not really much, there's not really much to say. Other than we know Matthew they're playing. Matthew Shane Bustache, and now he's... Oh, yeah, we guess we can talk about that's that. That's a bad trick. <laughs> um, raised $134,000 for November. Mm. And first game without the mustache gets a hat trick. Don't you dare grow that back again. <laughs> Babyface Matthews is better than uh, Mode Up Matthews. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, but I saw him and was like, "Wow, he looks like he was." It's like 2018. Yeah, like 2017, he looked way too young. That mustache probably made him age like five to seven years. Um, it was it blew my mind. Um, yeah my my dead fuck dumbass of the week is a franchise a player that plays for the franchise. Um, the Winnipeg Jets, in honor of my brother who asked me to do this. Um, and I don't really watch the Jets as much, but he was saying that Paul Maurice, as uh, Nick so politely put it last week, needs to get his head out of his ass to mm-hmm. learn how to run um, the team better. Uh, they've lost. They lost last game. Like I said earlier, Hellebuck hasn't been playing. Um, to the same caliber as he has been over the past couple of years. And the player I was going to talk about is Josh Morrissey in the game against Columbus. I think it was Columbus. He two hands the guy across the pat, like across his shin pads and it's after he scores an empty netter. He only got fined for it. And that blew my mind because that's unbelievably wrong and he should be suspended and he's a he's a repeat offender as well. He's been suspended before. He slashed a bunch of people before, cross checked and hit people from behind. So he's a repeat offender. Um, so yeah, that's my dumbass of the week. I mean, I don't really know a lot about the Jets, but get your head out of your ass. <laughs> Do better. Do better. You literally have a top three yeah, goal Dylan, in the league. Like, also, like Dylan said as well, the coaching change might be. Might be time. He's been with that team since the beginning, hasn't he? No, they had Claude Noel. <laughs> Remember him? Oh, no. <laughs> picture with that guy. What looks his like. name was? He had glasses. He looks just like Paul Maurice. He had glasses. I was gonna say, he... gotta look up who Claude Noel is. He was a man. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he was a guy. Um, we'll get into uh, when you go ahead. Well, actually. Nick will go first. Oh, I do remember this guy. Yeah. I do remember. It's, it's basically Palmeris. <laughs> what, what was the guy's name again? Claude Noel. It's literally just an older looking Claude. Uh, Maurice. <laughs> guy with kind of a French name. He's, oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Okay. He's a, he's a scout for the Devils now. It's like a deal. It's like a doppelganger. It's, it's weird. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. They both well, like talk to the same too. They're like. They're like. Uh, I think we played really well. Um. Oh, that's it. It's a super Patrick mono. Ryan will never play for this team again. Thanks. And they I feel like I remember they were both like very. Uh, well, yeah, they were monotone, and they... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They were very... Uh, they were very petty as well, if, like, the, if like a specific player didn't play that well. Like, they would make, like, out. some... They'd make some comment, like, 
Oh, yeah, you know, well, uh, maybe if, uh, you know, uh, we weren't on the penalty kill as much in this game, uh, we could have had a chance to win. I'm like, oh, jeez. Why don't you just say the guy's name and say he's a knob for being in the penalty box all the time? <laughs> um, but, yeah. I would have skated around that question. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so technically, Dylan and I had the same dead puck dumbass because it was pretty obvious, but... uh uh, we're gonna we're gonna put into two different, two, the same the same uh situation, incident. same incident, same incident, but two different uh people or yeah two different sides. Uh, mine is obviously Brandon Lemieux because he's a dumbass. <laughs> he freaking bit uh Brady Kachuk's hand or finger all all of that when oh, he, when he they bit were like the the fatty part of your hand. <laughs> 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 he bit like where all the meat is. There you go. He bit the he bit the hand. He bit yeah. the freaking bit the hand, hand that feeds him. He bit the hand that would kick the living crap out of him if they had a fair fight. Oh, but yeah, he bit his hand when they were in a scrum. Or they, were they fighting? Or were they just in a scrum? No, they fought. They fought before. Yeah, they fought, and then they were on top of each other. And then, like, apparent according to Brendan Lemieux, Brady had his hand up in his face area, not necessarily in his mouth. But yeah, then Brendan Lemieux bit on his freaking meaty part of his hand and and then Brady didn't like it too much and as soon as he as soon as <laughs> as soon as Brendan Lemieux stopped biting him, he's like, He bit my freaking hand. What the hell's going on here? And he's <laughs> like he's ever from when he got up to going to the penalty box and then still in the penalty box he's like he bit me right here you see that you see it right here you can see the bite mark and the refs was like oh okay but yeah he's burning the mirror you're a dumbass buddy what are you doing why are you biting people you don't bite he's also people. suspended five games for that yeah you're Sorry, he had, five games for that yeah he had an in-person hearing not even over the phone in-person hearing got suspended five games for yeah got suspended five games or sorry sorry Banned. Thank you, Ben. Banned five games. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, what is this, soccer? Like, <laughs> Oh, he's been banned. Can't come back. Five games. Stay out of here. Ridiculous. Probably nobody respects the NHLPA. Or like the... the like the... Their, uh, what it's called? The disciplinary? The, uh... Yeah. Like, geez. We don't even know what's a true suspension anymore well what do they say spin the wheel and uh, oh it landed on two <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Dylan. yeah so <laughs> i was going to award mine to to brendan lemieux as well just because it's it's pretty obvious but i'm going to give mine to the <laughs> to the people kind of defending brendan lemieux um brendan lemieux and his father claude lemieux became the first father-son pairing in the NHL to both be suspended for, for biting someone. <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. No way! <laughs> no way! <laughs> There's no way that's... Who found that stat out? Holy shit. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm not surprised that Claude Lemieux bit someone, though. That's not surprising uh, good old at all. Peppy. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> like father, like son, I guess, eh? <laughs> Make sure you get a chunk of them, son. <laughs> what the hell? 
If you don't get his ear, get his hand. Get the fleshy part on the back. <laughs> get some good meat on that. You want something to chew on on your way to the box. Oh, boy. Like okay, a pork chop. Keep, keep going, Dylan. Like a pork <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give my award to the people defending him and trying to, like... Um, like Jonathan Quick was saying, well, he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. It's like, that doesn't matter. He might be the greatest guy in the world, but he freaking bit somebody. Like, <laughs> children bite people, not not men. Full-grown adults. <laughs> um, and I saw some people kind of defending it, like, well, he, he stuck his hand in there, so he deserved it. And, like, maybe if he was, like, poking in his eye or, like, you know, trying to dig an eye out or, or something, maybe... Um, I, I I heard a theory. I'm not sure who who said it, but that um, Kachuk bit his own hand and then tried to <laughs> tried to play it off like. That's okay. the dumbest thing I've. Okay, if it was like if he did like, that, like holy yeah, shit. we got a whole different thing on our hand here. Like a whole the adrenaline to bite your own hand that hard is pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not even something that I think Matthew would do. Yeah, I was going to say, I that think sounds like a Matthew that, thing. If he did that, there's no way Brendan Lemieux would be like, would have, like, if I was in his shoes, I would have stopped him and like, what the hell? <laughs> you let you debate yourself. <laughs> yeah, so no, he definitely did it. Like, <laughs> Well, plus, I feel like there would be a camera angle that would be like, hey, there he is, he bit his own freaking hand. What a dumbass. Dylan, Dylan, you mentioned before the podcast about the uh, player safety video. Yeah, so obviously they, like the NHL makes the videos where they describe the situation and why a player got suspended. And um, I guess in the video, Steve Dangle and his podcast, they did a a good job kind of covering it. It was pretty funny. But in the video at one point, the the, the narrator, I'm not sure who it is. It's not George Peros. Um, is is, the, like, head guy, is the head can, guy of the player safety? Yeah, I don't know who it is who makes those videos or who narrates them or whatever. Um, but at one point, he's like, as you can see, Brendan Lemieux bites the hand of uh, Brady Kachuk. Biting is not allowed. <laughs> like, uh, no, duh. <laughs> the cadence in his voice was just like, yeah, no shit. Like, that guy is still George Paris. But I'm not sure what. Yeah, but I guess George Paris doesn't do the videos. It must be somebody else. Whatever Brendan Shanahan doing is can't do that. <laughs> that's that's a suspendable offense. Okay. Oh boy, what a what a week, eh? It's like every week there's something just absolutely bonkers, ridiculous going on, or multiple ridiculous. We'll fighting each going. other, we'll calling each other freaking names, which would be awesome. That's that's just hockey. Like saying like, oh, nobody in your country likes you. Nobody does this. Slewfoots. Oh boy, there was the one with the referee that I think I sent you guys. Uh, Seattle. He's like, hey, that's an effing bad call. And then tells him to f off, and the ref goes f off. Left <laughs> <laughs> you. You. Oh, it was it was Hayden Flurry. It's an effing bad call. I mean, it probably was. Hayden, Hayden, you played like. 10 games in the NHL, but like just it possibly, yeah, I, I didn't watch the game because I mean, I only watched the first couple games of Seattle because I just wanted to see their arena. Yeah, the freaking Hayden Flurry's original team didn't even want him. 
exactly. give them up to freaking Seattle. Um, yeah, it's it's always a it's never a dull moment in this league. Um, I mean, there's there's so much more to talk about. Like, I I didn't really want to talk about the Evander Kane stuff uh, because every single week there's something. Kane just Evander Kane. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Ben, when you read out that whole Instagram post his wife came up with today. Oh. Holy crap. I, I recommend checking that out. Uh, do you want to read what her opinion is on the situation? On literally everything. Yeah. Holy. It's a it's a really tough one to read also, but I, yeah. I respect her for coming out and saying um, what she said. Um, and I think it's time to make Evander Kane accountable. I think that's some of her words used, but I think it's time to make Evander Kane accountable for some of his actions that he's done. Um, Both of them need need some help. Oh yeah, it's 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 a tandem. I think that the thing, the whole thing that I find kind of funny, but I understand why they're doing it. Like San Jose came out and said that they would retain half of his salary, like. If they if someone traded for him, I'm like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. But what team is gonna trade for him? Like, there isn't even a guarantee that he plays this year. Well, there was a rumor that your team was gonna trade for him. Yeah, and <laughs> I freaking hope to God that though they're just that they're just rumors because knowing Jim Benning, he's oh yeah, we're gonna trade like Connor Garland and a first round pick to get him. What the hell are you thinking there, dude? <laughs> I don't I think they like ever a, do it. Sorry, what did you say, Dylan? I can't see Boston doing it just because I don't think they would want that kind of affecting the culture. But no. <clears throat> I think he could be a good fit on the second line in Boston with the scoring well, they, trouble they're having there. They definitely the need it. They definitely need it. Um, there's also a couple more... Uh, Things that I forgot to mention that happened over the last day or today. Um, Malcolm Subban got traded to the Sabres for Ooh. future considerations. So at least they got another goalie because uh, they placed Dustin Tikarski on uh, COVID protocol today as well. Um, the COVID uh, issue. Um, Tyler Bertuzzi uh, is on COVID protocol, but we all know that he has COVID now. And he is one of the few unvaccinated players in the league. Um, yeah, have fun, I just want to get bud. your guys' take on that. He's the only unvaccinated player. Uh, no, is there... There's been no there? confirmation of Mackenzie Blackwood getting the vaccine vaccine yet. Yeah, I know Hamnick got his. He was, he was one of the other ones that didn't have it, but he has his. He has both of his now. Uh, I thought there was someone else. Who was the ba- Who was the guy at the beginning of the season that was like, "Oh, why the hell do I need to get this in order to play the game that I love? This is this is crap." Blah blah blah. It was some like guy who used to be relevant. Used to be relevant. Josh Archibald. No, 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 no. no, no. What? Oh, uh, Zach Ronaldo. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I should have. I should have picked Ooh, that one up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, I sense. think he's. I think he's still unvaccinated. I don't think he's. I don't know if he's playing. No, I think he's. If anything, he's down in the AHL. Yeah, that's the only other player I could think of that would be unvaccinated besides Bertuzzi and Blackwood. But yeah, either way, like. But every day he, now it seems like there's two or three guys. 
coming out. Multiple different teams, too. Tyler Bertuzzi doesn't have it for very long. You hope he can kind of recover from it quick, especially with the Red Wings rolling. Oh, sorry. Also, Evander Kane's not vaccinated because he has a fake vaccination card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, sorry, let's go back to Evander Kane there for a section. He got, he got suspended 21 games for having a fake vaccination card. The fact is that we actually don't even know if he is vaccinated or not. Well, I'd assume not. If he I'd assume not, too, but again, like, he could be put, pumping whatever the heck he has into his body anyways, right? So, who knows? Um, his choice. Yeah. Yep. That's all that can really happen, right? Um, I guess that's it for this week's I go around. Is there anything else you guys want to add? No. I'm just, just reading something that says Blackwood is vaccinated, so he's so he's all good. Awesome. So it's just Tyler Bertuzzi, literally. Because I I tried to well, yeah, and Kane. Yeah, I tried to look for an article that said like who is vaccinated, who isn't, but no, nothing was really updated. But on like October thirteenth, it said four players weren't vaccinated or weren't planning on getting vaccinated. So now it's, I, I'm pretty sure now it's down to two that are for sure aren't and Tyler Bertuzzi and Evander Kane. So, I mean, the NHL is on the right track with getting players vaccinated and all that stuff. Yeah, but the NHL isn't on track of having to cancel games. Yeah, the they're... They do not know how to postpone games. Yeah, they took them a while to postpone the Ottawa games. and the, Ottawa, and the Islanders, the Sharks Islanders should have too. possibly been done before. Yeah. They had a really bad... Uh, break i guess there but apparently the one in ottawa there is no way them to stop the spread so at least maybe with the other ones uh it was a lot easier to kind of stop it yeah. in ottawa so um yeah no it's you just kind of hope that it doesn't uh there's also the fact of them going to the olympics because that could you know oh. obviously be the the last thing on everybody's mind in these unprecedented times that we keep talking about in two yeah. years <laughs> it's been two and a half years I guess that's where we'll end it for this week um, I'm Ben here with Dylan and Nick as usual uh, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast um, also on Facebook and yeah catch you guys next time Yep.